No matter what size business you run, it'll run better if you have an operations manual that teaches people exactly what to do, how to do it, how to hire them, how to onboard them, and how to say goodbye when they leave. You're going to learn all those reasons why you should have an operations manual and how to create a terrific operations manual on today's episode. Hi, I'm Dan Janelle. I've written more than a dozen books, including Write Your Book in a Flash. I'm a ghostwriter, book coach, and developmental editor. And no matter where you are in the writing process, I can help you write your book. Now, let's get started. Our guest today is Penny Hopkinson. She's written dozens and dozens of operations manuals for all sizes of companies, and she's going to share her wisdom with us today. The first question is, who needs an operational manual? What is the benefit of an operational manual? The benefit of an operational manual is to communicate know-how and a business system to employees, to franchisees, and any situation where the process must be replicated to get the same quality. And why would a company need an operations manual? To be more efficient and to improve consistently. Because manuals, if they're written from the quality point of view, they tighten the systems and Total quality management is all about continuous improvement. And where you're talking about a franchise operations manual or operational manual, as I like to call it, and I'll explain why in a minute, is because it's um, the franchise manual must be up to date, relevant, reflect any modifications to the system and uh, introduce new processes. So it's a really good business model for anyone who wants to use it to make their own business more efficient. Excellent. What kind of information does someone need to write an operations manual? Well, for a start, I take the franchise agreement And I go through the franchise agreement, checking off every single reference to the manual. And there could be 20. And what what the franchise agreement will say, as described in the manual. So that's where it must be. So I start listing all the uh, references In fact, what I do is I have a digital copy and I go through it, finding all the relevant references. You cannot put together an operations manual without developing a really good, sound, detailed structure. So the structure comes about through all these references. I like to take a business plan, marketing plan, any other materials that the franchisor or the company can give me that I can start building up a complete picture on what the operations manual must cover from starting the business and establishing it through to renewal of the agreement or sale. 
What other kinds of information do you generally see in a operations manual? Well, it starts off with um, recruitment practices. You look at the team, uh, job descriptions, and rec uh, recruiting the right people. So you, everything obviously um, relies on you recruiting the right people. So you need to have everything, including um, the av advertising. You need the techniques to select your ca uh, candidates uh, before you start interviewing, the interview, interview process. And then once you've arrived at the suitable candidate, how you onboard them. And then management, uh, manage them throughout the time that they're with your business. And you need to talk about how the exit will happen because if you interview them on exit, you can sometimes find out what is wrong with the business and make improvements. I'm glad you brought that up because I was under the impression that operations manual are very dry and specific and sort of like putting together a bookshelf from IKEA. And now we realize that operations manual really do touch people and lives and the daily operations of the business. So it brings it down to a, a much more understandable level as opposed to, say, a legal requirement which we which you you'll yes. absolutely i mean one of the reasons why i started doing manuals writing manuals was because the iso 9000 um standard required um companies who had achieved iso 9000 to keep their manuals going and they are the dullest driest least user-friendly manuals in the whole world. Uh, I'd rather have Chinese instructions than I would uh, read a, um, an ISO 9000 manual. Um, but I structure manuals in a very simple way because every business relies on its people. So one of my main pillars is people. You need sales and marketing or marketing and promotion, however you term it as a second pillar, because without people, you can't run the business. Without sales and marketing, you can't promote it to get your customers. Then you have your day-to-day -day operations and management. So that's everything from um, all the daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual routines, together with how you're going to um, manage some of the uh, financial processes. And then finally, um, uh, growth and development, because without uh, that, what is the point of having a business? You've got to teach people how they need to grow their business and make something of it, because most franchisees, well, every franchisee is an owner of their own business, the difference between a normal business and franchising is that they don't do it alone. They have the support of the franchisor, and the manual is a very, very substantial part of this. So, in other words, that's the reason why a McDonald's hamburger tastes the same in Manchester, New Hampshire, as it does in Manchester, England. Absolutely. And, of course, McDonald's was the trailblazer. 
and they all follow the same operations manual. So they hire the right people and teach them the same way. What kind of format should a person follow when they write an operations manual? Well, I always, um, there's one important um, thing to, to, to say here that you're following minimum operating requirements. So when I write a section, the first thing I do is I look at the introduction. I say, what, what is somebody going to learn? What are they going to know? What are they going to understand? So we set the scene. And then we go on to uh, look at the minimum operating requirements, which are largely in a franchise taken from the franchise agreement. So they are set in stone. Then we have roles and responsibilities because sometimes it's the franchisor's responsibility to do X, Y, and Z, but mostly it's the franchisee's responsibility to carry out everything to a standard. For example, if um, you're establishing the business, you want uh, to um, find a suitable site in a suitable location, that will need to be signed off by the franchisor. Um, They will need to know where it is, if it's suitable, and um, what kind of lease, generally speaking, if it's leased or bought. Mostly they're leased. How do you know if you've covered everything you need to cover? In franchising, it's quite simple. After the manual has been prepared to first reasonable draft, I go through the franchise agreement with a fine-tooth comb, checking off every single mention of the manual and every requirement to make sure it's in the manual. It's like a gap gap analysis. Um, We would have done that to a large extent when we uh, developed the structure and contents, but afterwards we cross-check again and um, then somebody very senior in the business or a number of people, sometimes it's a franchisee panel as well as a franchisor, will look through the manual to make sure that um, they feel it's fit for purpose. But it has to be a collaborative exercise. You can't do it in isolation. Somebody can't say to me, right, Penny, here's the information. Go ahead, go and write uh, two or three hundred pages uh, and come back when you've finished. The, uh, the, the franchisor or the entrepreneur has to be proactive, has to take ownership of the manual. Otherwise, it won't work. How long does it take to write a manual like that? Sometimes I, that I could say it's how long is a piece of string because mm-hmm. it depends. It's horses for courses. Um, Some manuals take a long time. For example, I did um, a fast food chain where they have 2000 outlets and we had separate volumes for supply chain marketing um, to do world class marketing. Uh, We had health, safety and hygiene manual and HR manual. Um, But we do now now we do a core operating brand standards manual which underpins all the brand standards and it's linked to a vast database which is usually on a franchisee portal which is a standalone website 
where all the resources a franchisee needs will reside, which can, of course, be replicated for any company. Okay, thank you very much. We'll have additional information on our overtime section video. So click on the link here to see really the stuff that's in the weeds if you're in the legal or compliance areas.